Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Thursday, November 24th. We're back, working on a holiday, American Thanksgiving. Yes, Canadian show, but still a holiday. Still yeah. a holiday. Still a holiday. I mean, we're working on, um, like, the first Canada World Cup game. That's a holiday. That's basically the biggest holiday there is for yeah. us, I would say. And we can talk about that in a second. It's episode 155. Everybody's back. It's a huge show. I'm really looking forward to this. And I think the only way, I mean, I don't have anything to say about Thanksgiving. Actually, or what are you thankful for? <laughs> Didn't we do this already? Podcast. Like last, like a month ago. Well, no, oh, Adam's had enough gratitude for Adam. <laughs> yeah, he's I guess I guess he's not <laughs> thankful for anything. So we all just move on. You said you're thankful for us. Thank you. That was big, Alex. Yeah, I'm thankful yeah. for the viewers. Yeah, the listeners. Viewers, viewers. Yeah, there's nothing yeah. to see yet, but you can hear. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Well, probably <laughs> never. Owen, what are you thankful for? Um. Don't think too hard. The World Cup. Uh, Yeah, thank you for the World Cup. Sports. Sports. Yes. Food, water, shelter. Shelter, sunlight, clothes. Yeah. Okay. All of that. I'm happy that we did that. That was definitely (laughs) worth the minute. Um, Biggest news in the sports world. I think everybody's reeling from it. Uh, FC Edmonton folded. This is is an absolute... That's the biggest soccer news. Yes, it is the biggest soccer news. We're going to talk some soccer today. And we can just do it right now after this. But I wanted to go to Adam because this is a show with deep Edmonton ties. You know, you guys go up up and back. Owen just is a permanent. I'm sometimes there. And I think that this really, I mean, when you think soccer in Canada, you think Edmonton. So this is a deeply, deeply troubling situation that they've been uprooted. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, this is troubling for me for like other reasons than like being a fan of the CPL. And, Let's like, get into them. FC Edmonton. Yeah. But um, I mean, yeah, the reason. Yeah, Sorry. Don't, don't skip by that. Let's get into it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, private. for those for those who don't know, I'm uh I'm an aspiring referee in Alberta. Wrong. And, a big um, deal. Not to brag. Yeah, and I deal. live in Calgary here. So, like, normally when you're like working your way up they want to put you on games that are nearby right because they're not going to pay to fly me to like ottawa to do an atletico ottawa game right they'd rather Mm -hmm. just like have me drive up to edmonton you know yeah and it was even better because um edmonton was like traditionally really bad like they finish bottom of the table every year so the games there don't matter as much they don't have as many fans so it's like we can give you a trial run like go up to edmonton you can wrap it's like a preseason game permanent yeah. preseason yeah it's like this Break is like this is where you can try the new refs they would fly in refs from like from you know the east coast stuff like that to come to edmonton to do their first game it was like this is where you do your first game you know so uh with the team folding that's like half the opportunity's gone because now you can only do games in calgary there's no team other where other places in alberta and calgary is traditionally really good so they don't want to put like new guys on the big games, games, big stakes games. Yeah, yeah, and Calgary has the most um, highest attendance on average in the CPL too. So the more really? you know, yeah. So At Canyon Meadows, that's Canyon like Meadows half. Meadows. It's a thing. So like less games overall, but also like literally half the games in Alberta for CPL. So that's sad for me. What, what did they call it? El Alberta Al Classico. Classico. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised. So that didn't the, catch the theory on. is that 
they're just not in the league this year and they're going to try to get new ownership, build a new stadium and get in, the, come in. get in there for the future. <laughs> yeah, but it is kind of sad as a whole for Canada because, you know, we're growing okay. like as a country for Canadian soccer because we're going as a country, you know, we're playing in the World Cup. We're trying to grow our league domestically and seeing teams fold isn't really like a good luck overall. So yeah. you'd want to see the league grow, not teams folding. I would like to see Alfonso Davies speak out on this situation. Yeah, he should buy the team. He should buy, he the, should team. buy the team. He has and enough he probably money. could. What's it cost? Like, I'm sure he's probably said something, like on his stream or something. He probably has. Yeah. Well, like let's he try used to, to make play a more formal announcement. He used to Twitch. play like on their academy or something. <laughs> you know? so. maybe get the press release team working on he that one. He has ties. He has ties to the team. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's a sad day in uh and for me. How much does the team? There's I, there's no way the team costs like more than a million dollars. Yeah, probably. It's probably more. less than a million. Probably like a couple it. hundred thousand. No, no, it's definitely like a million, and they want the owners to build a new stadium because they say the current stadium oh, wow. isn't suitable for the CPL, and it's a lot of what? things. But FC Edmonton's also like one of the oldest Canadian teams. Like Edmonton had a well, team even before we had a Canadian oh, yeah. league. I was gonna, yeah. Didn't didn't don't they play at Commonwealth? No, they play at Clark Stadium. Oh, could they stadium. just play at Commonwealth or no? Yeah, well, you would think, right? I think I think yeah. it's hard for them to get Commonwealth, and that's also not like suitable for CPL either because really? they use football. What? They have football lines there. Like, there's a lot of issues <laughs> with using that stadium. I for, like an official. Plus, if game. like no fans are coming, like using all that electricity, yeah, for just a game, <laughs> it's probably hard to get the, Commonwealth like, resources. It's probably not that... worth the money you would spend booking it out and exactly. getting concession people yeah. to. Yeah. So they It'll need to get crazy. like a Spruce Meadows. It would be crazy. You know how, like, old players that from, like, Europe or whatever will go to, like, the um, MLS. MLS? Oh, like, yeah. If I like where It'd be crazy yeah. if, if Davies was, like, you yeah. know. You know, that's, like, you know who's I'm a free agent? I'm putting him on the map. <laughs> yeah. You know who's a free agent right now? Ronaldo. I probably don't. Ooh, Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Oh, Ronaldo. Oh, yeah, I did know that. United, yeah. So, wow. I think the, like. The team's folded. I think the sweet. issue is that the team with no owner <laughs> can't really <laughs> afford Ronaldo's wages. Yeah. Like, Inter-Miami can, so that's a bit of an issue. Who was the owner? I don't know who their owner was, but they played this year with no owner. Like, they had no owner. Wow. So Green Bay and this year, they played with no owner, and they were, like, hoping that they would win some games to, like, convince someone, like, this is worth the investment. So they were league-owned. And they finished last. Yeah, they were oh, league-owned. They, oh, they were operating Someone should have made a, a documentary about this. This would have been sick. Yeah. yeah. Start of the year, like, we're literally, wow. like, these wins are to save our club. Like, yeah. legit. And then, like, the end of the documentary is... It would have been tough. It would have yeah. been a heartbreak. It would have been a documentary. I don't know. There's a... I, I, I remember somebody was telling me about this a while ago, but there's like a second division team in England that's kind of like that. Like they're really bad, but they get oh a lot of Sunderland, Maitland, I don't know, maybe. But they like oh, play. Sunderland. They they have friendlies against Premier League teams sometimes, and like they're really well known because they're fan owned. I think like that's, celebrities. I forget what the team is, but I know oh. what you're talking about. But it's like yeah. yeah, that's like multiple owners, like fan owned and stuff like that. So yeah, sad news for the CPL. That is difficult. And I was gonna go to Owen and see because he has boots on the ground, but I feel like we covered the bases. Yeah, Owen is live. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of yeah. not a lot of buzz here. <laughs> not a lot of noise. Not a lot of people crying. <laughs> <laughs> did did I break the here. news to you? Yeah. <laughs> they should have brought on as it was, like as a chat that yeah. we yeah. recommended oh, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was sick. That could have saved the club potentially. Because now it's literally not the same as it was because nothing exists. Yep. So that's tough. Um, we could talk about the Canada game that went down. We'll get into football later. We can mm. just sort of kick the can yeah, yeah. down the road on we're that. The now we're getting stuff. into yeah. the real football. Yeah, well, we have lots football. of lots of football to discuss. Football. We're maybe an hour removed from the end of the Canada-Belgium game, which was a tough result for Canada. 21 shots 
towards the target. I say towards because, like, I mean, if you tried to put a height limit on it, yeah. I think they might have had 10. Yeah. Would have been a lot of field goals. Yeah, lots of them were good down the post. I think it's 21 attempts at target and then, like, four shots on target. That's yeah. the formal stat. So they did have a very good game. But uh, it seems like the controversy leaving the game is the Davies situation where he mm. grabs the ball and goes to take the penalty. And I know Adam was very opinionated on this, so I wanted to go to him and get his opinion. And if anybody is unaware, Canada won a penalty, and it seems like the situation is they don't have a penalty taker regularly. Yeah, It's a player-decided thing. So he just grabbed the ball, put it down, and went to kick it. Is that right? Wrong. Yeah, so I uh, I stayed for the interviews after the game because I was kind of confused. Um, I was in the car. Like, I missed the penalty, I will admit, but I saw it later. But I was in the car when it happened, and Sedge texted me, and he's like, Fonzie's taking the penalty. And I'm like, why is he taking the penalty? So it was kind of an immediate reaction for me on why is he taking it. Um, I think, like, his whole theory is, like, he wants to be the first guy to score for Canada in the World Cup. Like, we've never scored a goal. It was an ego play. Yeah, he's, like, the star. He's the big Canadian star. Like, everyone knows about him. So, obviously, he's like, I want to take it, which, like, is respectable. Normally, you want your confident player taking penalties. That's why the coach leaves it to the players on the field because it's, like, the most confident guy has the highest chance to convert it because it's just, like, you put it in the right spot. It's all about confidence. But, um, like when you think about it a little more like he's never taken a club penalty in his life he's a defender for his club team he's taken two in his career for canada and they were in blowout wins um so really when you think about it there's no reason he should be taking the penalty and there's jonathan david who takes them for his club he's the striker he scored he plays for lille in france pretty good team yeah decent team he scored nine of 12 penalties so that's a good that's above average conversion rate yeah so he should probably be taking it but um i i will like i respect davies for doing it but if you go up and take the penalty like you can't play the like it happens card that's my take like if you're gonna have the balls to go take your first penalty you need to be like yeah i messed up like it sucks you can't walk like after the game he's like oh, you know, like, the goalie guesses the right way, it happens. Like, no, it doesn't happen because you've never done it before. Yeah, gr- it's your first penalty. It doesn't happen. Like, it Harry Kane happen. can say that. Yeah, yeah, but Jonathan David can say that. You can't. I think that's also just, like, a sports thing. Like, in basketball, you always see the best player take the last shot, even when they're not, even you when they're, like, the poor three-point shooter or shoot free throws on technicals, even though they're not a great free throw shooter. Like, I think it's just, like, a... But there's a lot of stats in soccer that say defenders, first and foremost, score 15% less of the time taking penalties. He's a defender. Sure, for Canada, he doesn't defend, but he's a defender. And, like, you have a guy who's had experience doing it, and Davies has never done it. And you can tell... Cause it was he, a shit as pen. soon as it got called, he yeah. went, he took the ball, and he put it on the spot, and he just waited two minutes for everyone to get ready. Like, uh, when you watch, like, real penalty takers for clubs... They don't even go near the ball until everyone's set up. Then yeah. they go, put it down, and they take it. Exactly. Right? Because you're standing there waiting two minutes thinking about it. Oh, this is going to be the first goal ever. Oh, like, yeah. A lot of pressure. So. And not only that, the goalie's looking at you, too. Yeah, the goalie's staring at you. And you're just standing there with everyone screaming at you, a ton of noise, like a ton of pressure. Courtois, the best goalie in the world, is right mm-hmm. in front of you. You're going to get scared. So. And it was a bad pen, too. I mean, he shot it to the left, but if you're going to shoot on Courtois, like you got to make sure that ball is like essentially kissing the post yeah on the side um because courtois like freaking like six five like yeah. he's such a tall goal like he's getting to that ball um and he really didn't even shoot it that far off to the yeah. side so I'm and sure like he, he knows said, it was a bad penalty and even i started thinking to myself i was like gosh like davies has been like standing there for like a full <laughs> yeah. minute now yeah i'm like 
Uh, and, like, I don't know, man. Like, and that's I was not very a surprised long, Jonathan David didn't take yeah, it. Yeah, that's not a long time for a penalty to happen. Like, you watch games, sometimes it takes like four to five minutes for everyone to get set up because other team goes and argues. They might kick the ball away a couple times, like yell in your face. But, like, the way he did it, it just felt like forever. And it was I agree. just, yeah. Yeah, it was tough. That was tough. But I, I respect the confidence. It was just like a little bit of cockiness behind the confidence. And I don't even disagree with him taking the penalty. Like he, like if he makes it, everybody, you know, if David took it and he missed, I'm sure there would have been people who were saying, why didn't Davies take I, it? I, I would be surprised. I think there would be less outbursts. If David took it from Davies and missed, then yeah. But I think there would be less outbursts if, because there's Cause stats. he's your guy. Like, there's you stats to, to back up David taking it. But Davey's taking it, it's like, okay, we're just doing it because he's our wonder boy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, I don't really have a problem with him taking it still because it yeah. did feel like a pretty big moment. Like, if he can take it, but then he's got to make it. That's the yeah, only thing. And I hate it. to say it like that, but he had to make it if he was going to take it. Like, <laughs> oh, it, yeah. It was a an open you shot. Have to, you have to score every penalty. I think I think penalties are, like, it's a surprise if you don't. Especially yeah. when you're like a it's... four to one underdog against, like, the second rated team. And then if we want to talk kind of about the game in general, like, move off from the penalty talk, I thought Canada, I think they, like, beat our expectations of, you know, yeah. how they played against. Uh, FIFA number two ranked team, even though I think the rankings That's, are complete bullshit. Yeah. Um, I thought they came out like banging in the first half. The first like 30 to crazy. 35 minutes were nuts. Yeah. Um, I just like they were faster than Belgium. The plays were much better. We essentially had all the possession in the first half hour, but man, oh man, oh man. I thought the boys were a little selfish when yeah. it came to the final. Like, and Junior Hoylet and and um, Jonathan, Day, I think they were a little selfish. Like they wouldn't make the extra pass to the other guy. Yeah. And I think if they would have made that extra pass, I think they would have had at least minimum one goal in that first half. Yeah. But like they wasted their chances, and that's like what sport that that's just how sports go. If you waste your chances, the other team's going to capitalize on theirs. Um, and then they got gassed towards the end of the match. Like you could yeah. see, everyone was gassed. Yeah, they um, played. Uh, they they played, played way too hard. I think in the th- first yeah. thirty. I think it was just like they were so hyped and like That's their adrenaline was, say, was yeah. so crazy that they were like, "Wow, this is unbelievable!" Like you know, we're not down already to Belgium. Like we mm-hmm. have them on their heels. Yeah, and then keep pushing, keep, keep pushing. pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. But they kind of like sprinted instead of doing the marathon, right? Yeah. They just kind of like sprinted, and then you could see the boys. Which were is like very, North American, very North American, very North American style of playing. Well, that's how the states played the other day yeah, too. That's how the, all the Concacaf teams play. But I, I, I think that it wasn't so much selfish as it was like exactly what you said—the adrenaline of it. Mm-hmm. Like they're all like, "I got the I ball, got, I, shoot, I got to shoot, shoot." Yeah, yeah exactly. and like, at the end of the day, on at the yeah. end yeah. of the day, it's also like a, we have to be honest. Like it's a lack of quality. Like we're not as good as you know belgium and all the european teams so it's like it's a lack of being good enough to make that extra pass or have the decision making to do it definitely but very valiant effort for those curious for those who don't know what xg is it's kind of like how many goals you should have scored based on your chances and we won an xg we won 3-1 in xg nice so technically canada should have should have won the game oh and is there any observations you wanted to make sure you threw out there Who's the the one of the the fat defender, the bit really chubby oh, guy? He's so good. Guy. What's his name? He was disgusting. I don't know, like but Williams he had a, he had a big Kamar tackle. Miller, I think. Yeah, Miller. Yeah. Wow, yeah, he was so he's a beast. Good. I don't think he's fat. Disgusting. He's just disgusting. He's a unit. Yeah, but yeah, big bald guy, and he was he was nasty. I wanted to shout him out, and then uh, 
That was basically yeah. it. Can we that not was, play? <laughs> that was good. Can we not play Tiba Hutchinson next game? Like he's. I mean, he's, he's like slow. he's like he's the very old. Like I was fine with like they had a lot of chances first half. They subbed him out at a good time. I think it's fine. Yeah, but him. I I don't love. I think the, he, like, he can only out. play fifty minutes <laughs> type player. Like <laughs> maybe bring him off. That's why you're already like wasting a sub right away. Like yeah, I, don't know. I think it's fine personally. <laughs> yeah, I'm not too deep into the game enough to know about that one but i'll take you boys word for it that's about it their next game's on sunday so hopefully they have a good result they're taking on croatia at nine o'clock for the calgary people watch party at the tutina what's it called seven chiefs arena i I might be attending it huh yeah you thinking about it yeah yeah so if you're a fan who wants to watch with some people go watch with adam yeah, yeah and if you, you want to meet adam yeah true look for him <laughs> in the white canada jersey <laughs> yeah i've never seen you wear white before today it was a first oh thank you yeah. white and pants this is an unprecedented outfit. it's, it's yeah. truly shocking yeah. yeah wow way to go adam the world cup brings out a different side <laughs> of him we can do football now um we have a big football so there's lots going on in football we can sort of knock through but i think the first thing first order of business and we're not usually a helmet moving show on our thursdays but if there was ever an exception i feel like we uh our words were deemed not as valuable after what the 49ers did on monday night against the cardinals so i want to start by apologizing to adam uh, i'm sorry um i should have listened to you i should have trusted my instincts i got swept up in the uh compassion and and the arguments from owen and alex so i'm sorry and you have my vote to move them to good but are you guys admitting defeat or are you still hanging on like i think we can move them up but i'm not ready to i'm not ready to say (laughs) oh they're like like i'm not on phil's side where it's like oh adam was right all along like i don't think they're still still that strong of a team but i think that sure it's fair to move them up to good i think they're better than the frisky teams do you think think they can beat all those frisky teams do you think it's untrue that they would be a favorite against most of the good teams i don't well that's because the people just like love the 49ers they just like love the 49ers no like in your mind do you think they would be a favorite if i was making the spreads you made the no i think that the dolphins would uh be favorites i think the ravens would be favorites and i think the vikings would be favorites and in games so then they're in that tier though i I am saying they're in the tier but i don't think they're like a mile better than any of the six teams that are in the good category what do you think on i'd be willing to move them up but i think they're the worst good team that's a take over the giants yeah okay (laughs) he dug his heels in but he he admitted that they're there so that's fine we can move them up i did see george kittle and debo samuel saying oh Oh, himmy garoppolo is back maybe the worst nickname in the history of sports that's garbage the him thing i mean I, I think I, I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but one time I was like, yeah. I don't know why people why people do this. And Owen was like, it's so bad that it's good, which it's if funny. we're going to do Hemi Garoppolo, I think it's so bad that it's good because he's so I clutch. Love, yeah, I think it's funny. Like um, to think of him, to, to think of like Jimmy Garoppolo as him as Hemi Garoppolo is, <laughs> is it's almost like perfect because of how mediocre and just average he is. Mm. So I think I will be personally, I will be from now on calling him Hemi. For me, this is a big win because you just called him like mediocre average, whereas like previously you would have called him bad. So to me, it's a big win. Yeah, he's he's played himself into the mediocre average. Category. He's played himself into he Hemi, dude. Yeah, he's played himself into Hemi. 
That's what he does. You can call him Hemi. I'm going to stick with Jared G. I like to just keep it <laughs> at that Jared number. I love Jared G, too. Jared G's a good yeah. one. It was funny um, on the Monday night game. I saw, I forgot who, I think it was, what's the guy that comes out with the book every year that's like a, a NFL expert? Warren Sharp. Warren, Warren Sharp. Warren Sharp. He tweeted the, where it was like Jimmy Garoppolo walking into the game, like looking fine, like looking like oh, a movie so star. Funny. And then it like panned to Colt McCoy just looking like... <laughs> Just looking like you finished like a twelve-hour shift at like Golds. Got yeah. Golds, yeah. It was hilarious. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I missed that one. I'm gonna have to go back and yeah, dig it's it great. out. It's so funny. That's pretty good. I like it. Um, the Jets, Owen, you're in the news because you've benched Zach Wilson officially. Now you're going with Mike White, which I think is fine because mm. I've seen him at least play competent. But Flacco did look not bad in the games that he played i know it's flacco so i should just trust my instincts there and you could talk about that in a second but what i was more interested in was salah saying that this is not the end of zach wilson in a jets uniform i'm not so sure that you can remove him and then have that what be the, the case i thought that was a bit of a strange comment want what, him to the, be the backup well no yeah, no maybe but kind of one that no. he i think the full quote was like his story I, uh, with the jets is not finished or something it was a long lines. quote. It was a long quote. He basically said, he said, the kid needs a break. And then they were like, well, what do you mean by that? And he was like, well, he needs, you know, time off. And he, he basically, he, he later on compared him to Geno Smith as like a quarterback who took a break. Took a break oh, and then wow, out that is later so bad. <laughs> Enjoy your that 10 years so stint, horrible. buddy. It's like, I mean, what I think it is. Workshop this for seven years. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, what I think, <laughs> what I think it is, is, um, he just wants to he a he wants to like do what he can to protect Zach Wilson's feelings and b leave the door open for later in the season. I don't think he has serious plans at this point of reinstalling him, but he wants to keep the door open. Like it's a smart. I think it's like a smart. He's hedging his bets basically. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know that you can demote him though without it wrecking his confidence. Is what I would say. Yeah, it seems the confidence like, is already wrecked. Yeah, it yeah. seems like it's irreversible like damage. But I felt like the quote was why it threw me off was I just I don't know a situation where that's ever occurred where you benched a, the second overall pick a year and a half into his playing career and then just said, but you know he's going to come back in a, like six weeks. I've just never seen that work before. I don't think it will happen um, personally. But if it does, I mean, you know, that would be an, it'd be odd, and I don't I don't know why they were ex- would expect him to be better. I I mean, I think the thing with Zach Wilson is he he hasn't shown like anything at any point in his career yeah. that he's competent at any point. So I don't know why they would stick to him. I, I'm sure at this point they're they're trying to move off, it's and that's cut- why I think they went with Mike White is because <laughs> Mike White's like a younger option. So. I don't know if the, I would imagine they don't want to commit to him long term, but I think they see him as somebody they can actually like help develop versus if they were to go with Joe Flacco, that tells me it's like, okay, we're going to give you Joe Flacco for four weeks and then go back because Joe Flacco obviously probably has a higher floor than Mike White, but he's 37. So he's not somebody that's going to be a long term solution for you. So what Mike White tells me is that they actually are looking to a long term option that's not Zach Wilson. So you are a Jets fan. Would you prefer it be Absolutely. Mike White? I would prefer Joe Flacco because I think Mike White's pretty bad. And I think that ultimately what they should try and do is draft a quarterback or trade for a quarterback in the offseason. But I think at from now until the end of this season, I think Joe Flacco gives you a better chance to win than obviously Zach Wilson and probably Mike White. Like Mike White, he had that really good game. But outside of that, I mean, he's pretty terrible. 
I think the last thing Zach Wilson needs is a break. Like, yeah. I think the last thing he needs is a break. But I see what the Jets, <laughs> I see what the Jets are doing. It's see if the Jets were like two and five, I think they could just play it out with Zach because it's like okay, let's yeah. just might as well see what we have here and like let's see if he'll show anything. But with them being six and four, they're like. We don't want to jeopardize the season by constantly playing Zach Wilson because he is like god awful. Yeah. Let's try and like salvage <laughs> yeah. the season because I guess and it makes sense. Like the Jets haven't made the playoffs in a really long time, and just even making the playoffs, if they could, would be a big boost to the team's confidence and stuff. And I mm-hmm. think it would help with like free agency and that sort of stuff. But um, they're in a tough position with Zach because it's like you're so bad. We don't want to jeopardize the season. But if they were worse. They might have just played him out the rest of the way, but they can't afford that because they're gonna just keep losing games every time they play him. But does I don't know what solid like he's got to workshop that because Zach Wilson needing a break <laughs> that's the last thing he needs. He needs freaking reps. Yeah. So yeah. If only there was he like needs, a D like, league, they could put him in. Stampeders. Yeah. Yeah. Get him on the stamps for a little bit. I'm sure he would yeah. love that. That would be right up Zach's alley because <laughs> he thinks he's good enough for the NFL. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That is a bit of a like I, I would have thought at six and four you just want to make the playoffs at this point because Zach Wilson is actively playing you out of games. So exactly. to me, it's like yeah. going to Mike White. Like I don't really know what that does. Like what does that really That's change? Well, I think what they're Nothing. hoping is that their quarterback doesn't play them out of games. Like straight up, like just but I be think that's... like, like even more mid than Jimmy Garoppolo, <laughs> is what they're hoping for. Is Flacco not that guy though? I would think Flacco's the guy. I mean, well, he, sure. was the, he was like top three in passing yards like two games after he was removed was replaced by Zach Wilson. Like he had a really good, look, not really good, but he played you know solid for the start of the year when he was asked to play. I think he's clearly your best option, which is why I was saying, like, to me, Mike White is like the it's not the long term, but it's the midterm option where it's like he's a young guy who's who's actually shown some flashes. He might not be the long term solution, but he's somebody that we can at least try and develop and, you know, work with versus Flacco, who you know what Flacco is. Flacco's Flacco. And that probably makes sense, too, because it's like, okay, if he does well great we can use him but there is a high likelihood that he also plays his way out of the position like white yeah and yeah. then you can put back zach uh-huh. whereas flacco is going to give you a pretty consistent level exactly think. i think flacco wouldn't play himself he won't play the jets out of games and he wouldn't play himself out of a starting quarterback position honestly Probably. i think because let's so not forget joe says... flacco was jimmy garoppolo before jimmy garoppolo right yeah super mid quarterback like sure Made he Super makes Bowls. the mistakes but like it's he's not actively playing you out of games mm-hmm. better arm though better arm better arm like, more power. Less accuracy yeah. more probably power. better less didn't, didn't less stamp accuracy. his feet around like a horse in the pocket either yeah. Yeah. he was a little more planted than jimmy <laughs> but not you. as accurate <laughs> yeah jimmy's accurate he is what a super no he is he is he i'll is. give him uh-huh. that that's where the biggest quality yeah it's yeah. the best one. as long as it's not over like 20 yards mm-hmm. yeah yeah then it gets yeah. a little tight dicey. pockets 70 down the yards middle. max like ideally he'll whip like a really strong wide receiver screen yeah 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 like, oh, he'll, he'll get put it that right on the hands yeah. he's yeah. like go long and then he'll throw it like two seconds after yeah go long horizontally horizontally yeah that's how you do it 
Um, there's a bunch of quarterback news, honestly. We had Davis Mills getting benched for Kyle Allen in Houston, which, like we said this on the last show, we don't watch the Texans. We just take word of mouth, and word of mouth for me is the one Texans fan I follow who's been a stalwart on this show since the beginning, and he was dicing up Davis Mills. You got to have him on. We do. I got to reach out to him. It's But he, he hates Davis Mills. He couldn't stand him by the end, so... I guess this is a good move. I don't know. The Texans are just a the rebuild waiting to happen. <laughs> what do you want? The guy that you hate, though? Like, try to get someone better in the draft? Like, keep losing. Yeah, I guess. But I think Lovey, Lovey's probably on the outs, too, unfortunately for him. I mean, he was a dead man walking, yeah. taking that job. So Tough to hear because I've only really just... Um, I've like I watched like two or three highlights from Davis Mills and I just latched onto him, so it is tough. And I haven't watched them since. Yeah, <laughs> so it is hard to hear that from word of mouth. But um, Kyle Allen's a utter disaster as well. He had the he's kind of like Mike Wade. He had the one stretch. I think so, but I remember more like I just remember him, what when I think of Kyle Allen, I just think of him like always like just getting run into the ground. Like well, you know those yeah. like Commanders games. Yeah, he played Panthers. in like the football and the pan. Like Matt, he's so bad. So. I don't know. I'd probably go Mike White over Kyle Allen. <laughs> Not going to lie. <laughs> oh, and you've been the Davis Mills guy, so this is a tough corner to relinquish. Up until last week, yeah. Owen was starting Davis Mills in fantasy. <laughs> yeah, I was. I did have to drop him today. I realized he, only had, he was only 9% rostered. So I, I was like, maybe I was kind of, maybe I was a bit, I misread that one. Um <laughs> But yeah, that was a bit sad. And like my the extent of my Davis Mills knowledge is basically what he did for me in fantasy, which was over the last two weeks really bad. Like he's he's a guy where if you have him in fantasy, which I'm sure none of the people listening do, yeah, only you. Um, yeah, <laughs> he'll be at minus two points going into the third quarter, and you'll be like, wow, he could legitimately like tank this week for me, and he'll finish <laughs> with eight points, and you'll be like pretty happy about it. Yeah, um, could have been worse. But yeah, he's bad. He's really bad. Yeah. We got two more quarterback changes to go over even. Bryce Perkins is coming in for Matt Stafford um, for the Rams. Which Never watched it. Has he played this year? I think he came in in the Saints game. <clears throat> Stafford's got a neck strain, which if I'm the Rams, McVay, go to Cabo. Like, give the job to yeah, yeah, whoever yeah. else wants to do it. And Stafford, you go with him. Like, yeah. you guys just... Take and take off. Cup with you too. Yeah, you guys know. Take Donald. Donald. Take Donald. Yeah, take yeah. everybody. Ramsey, keep grinding, dude. We still got it's still more for you to do. But everybody else who's yeah. good, go on vacation. Go celebrate the one year Super Bowl win a little earlier. Yeah. Okay. You got a grace period. It's fine. The, the Rams also waived Daryl Henderson for those who care, and he got scooped up immediately by the Jags, which <laughs> nobody has ever been more Jags than Daryl Henderson. He's so Jags. He is very Jags. So that's a Rams update for the people who were unaware. And also the other quarterback change. I called it on the last show. We've seen the end of Baker. I think I think this is the yeah. this is the end. They've replaced him with Sam Darnold. They're playing the Broncos this weekend. If anybody actually wagers on the Panthers Broncos game, seek help. But if I, if you ask me to pick a side, I think I think the Panthers could give the Broncos a bit of a run. But Sam Darnold's coming in; he's back. So PJ Washington's not good enough for uh, the, the, yeah. They're just on a permanent like recycling. Rock. It just <laughs> well, I'm sure around. I'm sure Sam Darnold's not thrilled that he got the actual starting job. He's <laughs> like, if I can somehow just keep like laying it off to like PJ Washington or Baker, that'd be great. So he's probably kind of bummed out. He that wants he the got Zach the Wilson break. Yeah, exactly. He yeah, he's like yeah. <laughs> He's just playing the tape. He's like, coach, are you getting Salah's energy? Because this is what I think. Well, I he need. just he just wants people f- to forget about him so that he can get like a job again, like Marcus Mariota. Yeah, like oh, everyone yeah. forget about or me. Trubisky. I haven't played in exactly. so long. Exactly, Trubisky. So he wants to do that. Or do you think he wants to do the Gino? 
Yeah, mm. the, mm, the Gino. <laughs> so the two options are because there's always there's the short one with the Trubisky and the you know where you sit on the sideline, hold the clipboard, or you do the Gino. Maybe it's a maybe it's a Jets thing. Like start start with the Jets. You go to the other team and then you kind of play bad and then you go back to backup and then you make your way to the Seahawks later in your career. Mm. So maybe he's in like the middle stop of his Gino arc. Yeah, because Gino was on the Giants for a bit. So he was. this is his Giants because. Carolina uh-huh. Panthers, New York Giants, same thing. And then he can bounce uh-huh. over to the Pacific Northwest, maybe replace Jimmy. Who knows? Options are go. there. Wow. Great. Now, I think we just wrote the story. Or he could replace Stafford, who's never going to be healthy again, if you ask me. Um, Justin Fields has, he said it was a separated shoulder with torn ligaments, but he hopes to play. Mm, hey, hey, Justin, classic. dude. No need, dude. <laughs> You're not <laughs> fighting for the Super Bowl. You can take the week off and give the board to, I don't even know who the backup is. No, it's, um, they signed, they, they got in a bidding war for Trevor Simeon. That's who it is. They picked oh. up Trevor Simeon, stole him from the Raiders. So give Trevor Simeon a week. You have a buy after. So I don't know why he would play, but that's a Justin Fields update for anybody. Yeah, he's got to chill. He's got to chill. Maybe he's just probably, relax. well, you know, I'm just a competitor. Yeah. And I like to, it's like, okay. Who are they playing? <laughs> the Jets. Mike White. Relax. Just calm down. Okay? Yeah. Defense will take care of business. Don't worry. You'll lose, which is good for you. Um, last thing, Jameis Winston. I wanted to read you this quote. Quote, it hurts my soul. I lost my job due to injury. The policy has always been you don't lose your job because of injury. Raw, Jameis. Great quote. Agreed. I like how he has an in mind yeah. policy, even though he's been replaced by injury yeah. like six times. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Good he also James. just yeah doesn't take his job very seriously in my opinion so. doesn't <laughs> it seems like even when he is sailed. healthy like it's not just all the injuries boss <laughs> yeah. like i think other things play into that too so yeah, yeah. it's it just so crazy. Crazy. It was just for the injuries man if i didn't have injuries who knows what i could have done with the saints it's like well <laughs> and the bucks and the bucks yeah uh, i just love how andy dalton's supposed to have been a backup for like the last four years and every year by like week five he's, he's yeah. starting and finishing the year. he's just trying to chill bro yeah. he's just trying to like yeah. slowly retire in the next few years get a yeah. few extra million yeah. and they just keep throwing him into the fire yeah dude he's kind of like a curse wherever he goes he's always like thrown into the yeah. spotlight it's like all right yeah. get him up and it's always like the best backup in the nfl because yes. he wins like two games yeah and then he reminds you that he's andy dalton yeah so yeah. i do love that when he threw the touchdown the other week when he held up the i love you sign to presumably his family it's like that's i know that's why andy dalton laces up the boots every yes. morning there's no other reason except family he's strikes me as a huge family guy so yeah. shout out to andy we're on to picks this week. Owen, you had a tough goal last week, one in five. You're still the overall leader, but you've dropped back-to-back stink bombs and you lost your lock again. So yeah. any this is the week to get back on the rails, or if your cold streak continues, I mean, we're picking like a crazy number of games here. So, Do you want like, a statement? Yeah, I do. I'm looking for <laughs> okay. something. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I never, I never claimed to have an edge. I don't have an edge. As he um, said multiple times, as I've I have been on the record multiple times saying that, but keep saying so it. So this I will keep saying it. This is <laughs> what I consider to be a reversion to the mean. Mm, so you've it's never kind said of exactly that to him before either. It's kind of exactly how I planned it out. How it was exactly going to happen. Um, so I'm not too worried. We'll we'll get back on track. I like that. 
You still have a comfy yeah. lead. You're four or no, three games ahead of me and Alex who are tied. It's not very comfy. That's wild. three games this week, especially, is a pretty loose lead. But Alex and I are tied up 32 and 33 for the year. Alex has a seven and four record in locks. He picked some good games last week, courtesy of Calum, who came in and pitched a four and two. That's pretty good stuff after the Jeff picked a four and two for him. So yeah. now it's time for you to get the reins back here. Yeah, it looks like it because the only other four and two week I had was week one, and, and <laughs> everything else was definitely not four and two. So these boys come in and they do me a big one, um, big favor. So shout out, shout out to Callum and uh, Jeff. Raw, appreciate it. And I'm tied with you. I lost my lock last week. I'm trying to keep that going. Adam, you're right now one game back of us. And you've dropped down to the bottom. Any word mm. from you? You lost your lock last week. I think this is the first time in show history that I'm in sole position of sole possession of last place in the picks league yeah it never mm, happened last year true. and it's the first time this year so wow it's couldn't tough. be me dude it's tough but no. i know i have what it takes that's the spirit championship dna that's what you've got almost you finished in second <laughs> you got finalist dna that's what you need now we it's are jimmy picking... DNA. he has jimmy Rumpo dna exactly now we are picking the thanksgiving games we're going to pick two games on sunday we're going to pick the primetime game we're going to pick the monday night game and then we're going to pick a lock so there's lots to do so if you don't have much of a take just feel free to pass the baton because adam's got a spin class in about 66 minutes so let's make sure that we finish up before then <laughs> buffalo bills at detroit lions in what has to be probably the biggest lions game in years and they're not even really playing for anything it's not like they can make the playoffs but they're on their first three game win streak in five years and these are a fun fact these are the two teams with the most 30 point games this season the lions have five and the bills have five pretty shocking stuff so now they're going head to head bills obviously played in detroit last week and now they're coming back in lions are wearing their all gray in case that factors into your pick which you know those uniforms yeah. the gray with the blue trim the line is buffalo minus nine and a half so 10 30 start for us calgary people what do you have alex uh i'm gonna take the lions in this one uh, i think they've been playing much better as of late and i think the bills have been playing much poorer as of late and just detroit at home thanksgiving i feel like they cover most of the time no i remember them uh, maybe it's trials. like a weird feeling i know their record's you know, straight up their own five straight up in their last five nice own five well this is a huge game for them seriously this is this is their super bowl bills are probably one of the best teams they've got here in the last because it's always like the bears, bears three and i'm times. sure like boring yeah. vikings bears, vikings bears bears well it's usually three. bears lions and then football team slash redacted at cowboys that's usually what it is it's usually what it is so i think yeah i think the bills are a little bit in shambles here and uh i still expect the bills to win the game but i think that uh, the lions could keep it close here I do like the Lions as well. I expect them to throw everything they got at Buffalo. I think that they're motivated in Buffalo. I mean, but there is a talent disparity. Let's get to that right away. But I like Detroit, and I want to cheer for Detroit, and I hope that they have some success. Yeah. So I'm picking the Lions. What do you like, Owen? Uh, I want to lock this one. I think the Lions are winning outright in this game. Uh, wow. I think they've been playing very, very good football. I think their defense has looked slightly better than it has it was early season. And the Bills are really concerning to me. I don't like the way that uh, Josh Allen has played. And then you guys mentioned it. This is the Super Bowl. I think the Lions, I expect the Lions to get up like they've never gotten up. And uh, Jamal Williams is going to rush for like three or four touchdowns. That's just another week in Jamal Williams. That's actually a down yeah. week probably for what mm, he's been yes. doing. I like it though. That's optimistic. That's like probably a plus like six or 700 money line. So Maybe throw down on that one if you can. Adam, are you going to make it a sweep? We're 3-2 and two on sweeps in the year. Um, I was undecided going into like 
I don't know, probably walking into here. I was pretty undecided, um, but there's a few factors pushing me a certain way. Uh, first of all, in honor of Tony, uh, the Germany lost today to Japan. That was a tough loss. And then he was cheering for Canada. He's got and a bad Alfonso mojo. Davies, you know, his favorite player, took the penalty and missed. You know, for Tony, we'll do the show sweep. Nice. Good I'll for you. Lines. I thought that was going to go the other way where you're going to say he's got a bad mojo around Yeah. Him. Nah. But, it's very kind of you, Adam. Yeah. yeah. We're throwing our support yeah. behind Two-Tone Patek, which is big. If they win this game, special edition podcast But this also Tony. seems like the perfect game for the Bills to, like, become the Bills again. That's what... See, I <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's the classic. Really, like, it's the, oh, the Bills are back, yeah. but they beat a really bad team, but no one cares that they beat a really bad team. And, no, this yeah. is a classic are Bills are back. Bowl contenders? Yeah. Oh. This is why they're the favorites. This is why Josh Allen's best quarterback yeah. in the NFL. It is slightly concerning that I would have guessed this line to be like six and a half and it's nine and a half. Yeah. That is also a bit of a problem for us taking the lines. But hey, we're doing it anyway. It's a sweep. I like it. This is a great football game. Honestly, Thanksgiving, this slate of games, this is probably the best excellent. one in my lifetime. This is unbelievable. These mm-hmm. are three excellent football games. Very watchable stuff. New York Giants at Dallas Cowboys, both seven and three. Winner will move into second place in the NFC East. Adam, we're going to start with you here. You're minus nine and a half at home. You're wearing your new jerseys that you're a big fan of. And most importantly to you, this is kind of the Odell Beckham Bowl. He's planning on visiting both teams after this game. So your favorite player of all time may be coming to your team if you win this game. How are you feeling going into this one? He's not my favorite player of all time, but he's definitely one of my... I like him. Who's number one? Probably Marshawn Lynch. Okay. Yeah. Um, maybe or, he'll come out or of Byron Jones. Yeah, maybe. But um, Byron Jones. Yeah, yeah I love everybody Byron knows Jones. him. He's, right. He's on Miami right now. Um, <laughs> I yeah. think I have to take the Giants because I this this was just one of those where like whoa. If I guess the spread, I thought it was gonna be like you know Cowboys minus five and a half, maybe at home on Thanksgiving. But we're one in ten in our last um, eleven games on Thanksgiving against the spread. And this Giants team is good. They can run the ball. They keep games close. I don't see a reason why we would win in a blowout. I think it'll just be like it's a second division game too. You know, I've used Those that a bunch of times. So I like we're gonna win. I'm pretty confident in that. But I think the Giants can bring it within the nine and a half points. So I'll take the Giants. Owen. Uh, yeah, I'm also gonna take the Giants. I don't feel great about this pick, but I do think the Giants. Um, We'll keep this close. I think this is too many points for a, a primetime Thanksgiving game. Is this considered? I guess is, it, is this considered? I don't even think prime it's primetime. Prime I think they all are considered primetime. Well, yeah, it's yeah that's what I was the, thinking of the day. Well, it's a day off. For yeah, but it's still America. Thanksgiving. Yeah, mm. yeah. I'm gonna call it a primetime game. So this is too many points for a primetime game, um, and for a division game. So yes. and for a team that's uh, <laughs> seven and three, seven and same three, record. They have the same record and in good. That's. And in good, they're and both coming off a good, loss. Good. Is Daniel Jones playing? Yeah, like, well, why, is, definitely. Why is better be because I think that he's people not, I just love to bet Dallas at, at all times of the year, and especially coming off a big win and Thanksgiving. Like I think they knew whatever they put the line out, they were just going to see a influx mm. on Dallas, so they just threw it up at nine and a half, which leads me to like the Giants too. I hate to be boring, and we've picked the same thing seven times in a row, but I like the Giants in this game. I think the Brian Dayball pregame speech going into this one oh. is going to be stuff of legends. Getting nine and a half. Team knows how to play each other. They played earlier in the season. I know Dallas looks great, and if they win this big, 
wow, there's going to be some huge Dallas buzz coming out of this one. But I like the Giants to keep this close. I don't know if they win, but I could see a world where they do. Completely. Like I said, they're coming off a loss. Um, wow. Raiders Raiders came in there last year and whooped their ass. Yeah, um, thank go, Raiders. Let's go, Daniel Alex. Carlson's field goal. Let's Daniel go, Carlson's Alex. field goal. Whooped so, their ass. Won by a 56-yard field goal. Yeah, so <laughs> career in, long. in Dallas. So, yeah. <laughs> whooped their ass. So, so I expect the Giants to come out buzzing. I think this is way too many points. Um, and, yeah, I'm pulling the – it's a football game. It's an NFL game card, so – Divisional, like it is, it is an NFL. And this game. is at ten points now on 365. It's at, it's at Giants 10 plus ten Man, minus one. That's crazy. That's insane. So me. that means more money's coming in on Dallas. That's crazy. Fun fact for you, Adam. I'd hate to bring this up. Last time the Cowboys hosted the Giants on Thanksgiving, the Cowboys won the Super Bowl. Mm. How does that make you feel? It'll happen again. Hopefully, hopefully not. <laughs> night game. Kirk Cousins at night. Need I say more? Oh. New England Patriots at Minnesota Vikings. We might have Vikings. three show sweeps. We might yeah. have three show sweeps in I'm a row. I'm all for it. Because let me tell you this right now. Vikings minus two and a half. I'm not getting fooled. Not only is it nighttime, Kirk, it's I'm missing Thanksgiving dinner, Kirk, which is <laughs> that's, that's going to be an absolute panic on that He's just going to be thinking about being at home, yeah. like missing time with the kids, being there to carve up the turkey. Gosh, Nab, I'm yeah. not cutting up the He's going to line up... To snap the ball from the guard, not the center. <laughs> he's going to go to the tackle this time yeah. around. He, he's going to be so discombobulated. This is uh, He's going to be very broken up. And I, I saw also Bill said, his, his exact quote was, yeah, we've already played the Jets because they had bye before the Jets. So we used our bye to prepare for the Vikings, which, I mean, wow. they're going to put Kirk Cousins That's in the blender. So and I picked the Patriots to win this one by 1,000. So does that mean they didn't use the bye to prepare for the Jets? I guess not. It was a pretty big slap in the face if that's the so case. So rude. I think Bill's probably capping, dude. He, th- he knew it would be more impressive if they won yeah. there and scoring. But I still. Mean, everything about this game says uh, Vikings, but I mean, like, the Kirk Cousins Thanksgiving primetime Thursday night. I'm taking the pots. I think we have no choice but to do so. Owen? Yeah, I'm taking the taking the Patriots too. I think, yeah, we're going to see a lot of Kirk Cousins. I don't think he's going to be very happy. I agree with you, Phil. I think he's going to be sad. At least he gets the morning with his family. Like He's really bad on Monday night because his kids probably go to school. He doesn't even get to see them at all. He doesn't all. even get to drive. And then they school. come yeah. home from school and he's at football. Right? So that's why Monday he's night is the worst. Practice. But at least like on Thanksgiving, he gets to spend the morning with them, right? But and he's, he's not like he's missing Thanksgiving yeah. dinner. Though. Yeah, he's Thanksgiving's not the, about the morning. Having it with the team. Yeah. But I can also see the Vikings winning by 20 and him wearing the chain and eating the turkey on the broadcast. Yeah, that's, I can already picture that. Or I could also see him like, I won't miss Thanksgiving with my family. So he pushes it up to like 2 p.m. or whatever, like whatever, like 12. Or he does it tonight. Thanksgiving dinner. Or, well... <laughs> I don't think he would do that. I think he's more of a traditional guy. Yeah. So I think he just eats it earlier and then goes to the game like bloated. Yeah. And Maybe. Kinda, you know, sluggish yeah. and slow. And, and he's already pretty best. slow. Yeah. So that was yeah. When you say he's a traditionalist, was it the anti-vax that did it for you? Or <laughs> what do you think it was? I don't know. It's just kind of like a vibe I get. Like the God it's hard to explain. Me. Yeah. yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. The plexiglass around the lock. <laughs> yeah. like locker. If I die, stall. I die. Yeah. If I die, I die. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Pats. Too. Oh my God. We- <laughs> so it's a three. Yeah, I'm making it. We're making history right this here. I don't care. Because 
for some reason it's weird the pats are five and one in their last six which seems weird because we've weird. been like flaming them like crazy and stuff but i mean i don't know they've been mustering up wins and i just i'm not doing it I'm i think not, we're just, i'm not backing Kirk. we're at I the can't. point where we talk about the nfl so much to each other that we all have like the same takes well it's we like, we all just you know like it's agree. thanksgiving it's getting serious in here yeah. i'm telling yeah. you sunday's yeah. helmet move around is going to be crazy because we're going to have to start figuring out who can win the super bowl and who can't and then that's going to yes. be getting serious which I mean, like, I don't think anyone's trying to be different anymore. Like, we're just trying to yeah add wins. Like when I said the commanders were good in week one, and I was conven- conveniently right, but I just you know just too early. I was just too yeah. fast, which sometimes it's a good thing. Cincinnati Bengals at Tennessee Titans this is the best game on Sunday. Very interesting game, playoff rematch, of course, from their uh, matchup last divisional round in which the Cincinnati got sacked nine times and still won the game. Now here's an interesting stat for you: Titans with extra time to prepare for a game by or you know playing off extra days off extra days because they have 10 because they played on thursday night mike frabel's nine and one so they do very well with more time to prepare for opponents and jamar chase will be likely returning for cincinnati and the line cincinnati minus two and a half they're going into tennessee so they are favored and owen you saw some joe burrow comments today that interested you like what did you like realize yourself about yourself during the bye or something like that yeah and he was like, I am who I thought I was. And then just paused so he could, it's like in a sitcom where the actor stops so they can hear the laugh track. <laughs> so like laugh track can play. He just waited for the applause because he was like, yeah, that was a banger. Yeah. Like mic drop. Bar. Despite that, I'm going to take the Bengals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... I, I, me too. I, I don't want to do the same picks over and over again. We're going around in a circle, but I like the Bengals in this one. Tennessee, to me, is the king of the bad teams. They'll slap up the bad teams, but when they get in the ring with a better team, they'll lose 10 times out of 10. So I like Cincinnati to win this game, although there is a revenge factor play if you do want to take Tennessee. Alex, what do you like here? Uh, I like the Titans. I'm going to take Tennessee at home. Um, I think they've just been... Pretty, I don't I don't consider the Bengals like some elite team, so I don't think the Titans will have too much of a problem um, keeping up with them, even though Chase is back. But I, I just think they've been playing some good football. Like Henry's just been unbelievable this year for them. I like the Vrabel stat, so I'm going to back Tennessee. Adam, what do you want? I'll take the Titans. Anything you'd like to add or no, just the no real explanation? Yeah, spin class is waiting. Um, <laughs> Atlanta Falcons at Washington Commanders. Usually I throw in an afternoon game, but the afternoon games, they pick Chiefs Rams. So I'm, I mean, I'm not devoting myself to that and I'm not making us pick it. But Falcons at Commanders is all of a sudden a bit of an interesting game. Sort of a loser leaves town, I guess, in the NFC wildcard picture. Atlanta is five and six. Washington is six and five. Washington minus four and a half at home. It looks like Chase Young will be back. And I know the quote that Owen took a lot of issue with when they asked Ron Rivera, what's the problem with your team? And he said, quarterback, they're five and one since he said that. So, I mean, he's, uh, he's shoving it up our hoop a little bit here with, uh, with their results. But again, minus four and a half at home. What do you like, Alex? I'm going to take Washington. I just, Washington is just such a wild card team. Like they're just like a classic wild card team. I this think they're going to keep point. They're going to, they're just always like the last wild card team. They're always playing like on the road. Um, I just think they're going to sneak into the wild card again. Um, so I think, I think they'll, um, they'll be able to beat the Falcons. The Falcons look like they're, to me at least, they're kind of like sputtering. Like they started off pretty well, like all that stuff against the spread. Losing Mariota's momentum. a banger. Now they hate Mariota. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're just like, 
I mean, he can only play so much. Like, yeah. and they've been using him like crazy. Kyle Pitts is out. Not like that matters. <laughs> yeah, they didn't throw to him anyway. But they didn't throw to him anyways. But, um, yeah, I just feel like the Falcons are kind of stocks going down. Washington stocks going up. Adam? First thing I'm going to counter your take of they're making the wild card. I think they're most definitely not making the wild card. Um, the rest of their schedule is Giants, Giants, 49ers, Browns, Cowboys. So That's heat. Yeah, that's, that's heat. pretty heat. Um but I will take them in this game. Uh, I think Taylor Heineke has been playing sick, and I just love the energy behind the team. And it's just like, they're fun to cheer for. I like the Durs. Yeah, Dan Snyder, fun guy to root for. Other than him. Uh, I like the Falcons in this one. Um, they've done me pretty well this year. So have the Durs. So this is a bit of a standoff between two teams that are in my good books. And I just like Atlanta to keep this within a field goal. I don't think Washington will run a team out of their building. And I think Atlanta plays a pretty <coughs> consistent level that should keep them within a field goal of the Durs on the road. And it's not like the Durs fans are exactly coming out in droves to see this team, I don't think, even though they have some success. Owen? It's a tough one. Well, I'm going to take the Falcons. Because I like their, yeah, I think they're, we've said this all season, they're textbook frisky. I think they uh, they will keep the game close, closer yeah. than four and a half. Four and a half's a big line, and I think people want to take yeah. Washington. So that's just the way it is. Sunday Night Football, Green Bay Packers at Philadelphia Eagles. Sports Illustrated floated an interesting idea that I wanted to go to Alex to about this week. I saw this article. Um, they believe that sources are saying that there could be a potential for a car for Rogers swap this offseason. My problem for your problem. Would you be down <laughs> as a Raider fan? I mean... Alex hates Aaron. No way you're going to say yes. No, I, I. This is your least favorite player in the league. No, 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 no. I've come around to him just because. <laughs> oh, no, no, listen. No, no, I've no, come no, around no. to him, especially just because of all the crazy stuff he's been saying. Because uh, he's just like, right, I like right. respect how wild this guy is. Right. Uh, so you'd be right. down. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm immunized. I'm down. I'm immunized. So I'd be down. Um, let's just reunite the boys. Like get Adams, get Rogers back. And honestly, at this point, I'd, I'd take anything for Carr. I'd take Joe Flacco. I'd take uh, Zach White. Wilson. Really? I'd take Zach Wilson for Derek Carr. I just knew like, they just need to switch it up. I think teams in any sport, they just like to just like keep the th- same thing for like 10, 15 years and not change anything. I think, I think change is good, especially in sports. So I think it's, it's time for change and say what you want about Derek Carr, but I think it's time for him to move on. Yeah, you as don't well want to give him another year? Hell no. So <laughs> just, I'm down for some Rodgers, though. I can't wait for both for two teams in the AFC West to have aging quarterbacks who are terrible, who used to be really good. Yeah. For like multiple years on huge contracts. Who it's are gonna both be so just funny. complete miseries to play with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'll be fire. I can't yeah. wait to see that. Oh, sorry about the game though. Packers at Eagles Sunday night. Mm. Eagles wearing all black. Nick Sirianni doing that weird mm. shit, going up, uh, yeah, to, uh, acting like he was Revenge of the Titans when they beat yeah. the Colts. Well, I don't know what that was all about, but he seems like a bit of an odd duck. Yeah, the line is Sixers or Sixers, uh, Eagles minus six and a half is what I was thinking of, but you don't have to give a touchdown to take him. And I like Green Bay in this one. I think Green Bay, you know, I think they had a tough game last week. I think Rodgers didn't play well, 
But I think the Eagles, similar to what Alex said, I think the Green Bay stock, even though they're four and seven, is going up. And I think the Eagles are kind of dipping down to a little bit more of who they are. Yeah. I like the Packers to keep this pretty close. I think no real road environment scares Aaron Rodgers. But it also could go the other way where he just openly quits, which I could see as a possibility. No, I agree. I think the Packers have been playing much better as of late. Like um, Christian Watson, at least for these last two games, seems like he's come around. So um seems like rogers has found kind of a, a nice target for him um and i i do you know i don't expect them to come into philadelphia and win the game but you know if if there is this is still a tougher opponent i'd say as opposed to some of the other teams are going to play down the stretch so if anyone's going to keep it close i think the packers will and yeah i think the eagles are have kind of plateaued a little bit yeah. i'd say um so i feel like another loss um is on the is, horizon. Is, is on the horizon here I don't hate the take. They have. I agree with that. Adam, what do you like here? I don't like anything. If that's the question you're asking, but um, <laughs> these I, are two teams that you have a tough time picking historically. Yeah, and I really wish this game was in Green Bay because that would make this a little easier. Um, I just really don't see the Eagles losing this game, but with the six and a half, I think uh, I don't know. Take the Eagles. Take Cowboys Eagles. Play, or Packers played on Sunday night last week, right? Or was it Monday night? And it was Thursday. Looked, Thursday. So they have extra time to prepare. And they looked so bad near the end. I, I'm always like, oh, like Rodgers is going to come back back to <laughs> And they just couldn't do you it. You want to take the Eagles. You want to. I can tell. In your in your body no, language, you I don't want to take the Packers. I want to take the Packers, and I wanted it to be in Lambeau so I could take the Packers. But you don't want to do it to yourself. I'm just looking at you right now, and you're, you're dejected. You don't want to put yourself through the Packers for another week. So take the Eagles. Do it. I'll take the Packers. Okay. Owen, what do you like? <laughs> yeah, this is a new Packers team. Um, <laughs> so sweet. I like the way... <laughs> another one. I like the way... I like the way Christian Watson's been playing. Uh, I expect another big game from him. I think Aaron Rodgers and him, they'll just their chemistry will just build uh, until he's kind of like the new Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers combo. So, yeah, this is just arrows pointing up, and uh, this game will be close. I like that. Another sweep. Make it four. We might go 0 and 4. That would bring it quite down. <laughs> Vegas is licking their chops. At least we're doing right it now. together. Yeah, yeah, at least we're all in this Aww, one together. We're all so going to be at the top of the picks league together. Yeah, because Alex said he was thankful for us, so now we're just riding it out yeah. together. This is how thankful we are for each other. Steelers at Colts Monday night. God, <laughs> when was this ever a good game? I don't know what they're doing with this one. So, Buck and Aikman, if there was ever a time for a bye week, maybe just call in the B team, get Steve Levy on the call. It's a pretty ugly game, but the line is Indianapolis minus 2.5 at home. They're wearing a special 1950s throwback uniform, according to Jim Mercer. He tweeted that. Wow. So I went to look up what it was. It's just their regular uniform. It's the exact same thing. They never, I, they never change. I love that. I love when they're like they're. Th- you know we're gonna wear a um a jersey from like the f- 1940s yeah. or 50s and then it's just like the seams in a it, different spot that yeah. <laughs> or it's the exact same jersey just no logo on the helmet i think that's literally what this it's one is literally at that the <laughs> lions do it the colts do it like oh my god it's it's like all right like wow what a Sick. throwback way to go jim it's crazy <laughs> great idea but 4-6-1 and one are the colts i like them getting to 4-7-1 and because i don't know if anybody noticed but the steelers have kind of turned a corner offensively they're at least able to move the ball now it doesn't feel like they're playing on an 150 yard field whenever they get the ball anymore so i like them to win this game outright i think the other thing to like about pittsburgh is they never really give in towards the end of the season like they always don't really want to make their pick better they always want to win and i think tj watt makes matt ryan uh tombstone on monday night and i like the steelers to win big 
I like the Colts here. Um, you said the Steelers turned a corner. I think the Colts turned a corner. They yes. played the Eagles close. Turned a corner off. Yeah, turn the corner off. Jeff Saturday has the boys fired up. Yep. Matt Ryan's back. I think it's uh it's a good game to win here at home. Alex? Yeah, I hundred percent agree. Literally everything without him. So <laughs> Okay. Yeah, this is like the classic Jeff Saturday grind it out win. <laughs> it is. <laughs> well, you guys are gonna be wrong. And I'll is. be laughing. Like Alex did when he took the Raiders over seven and a half wins. I... <laughs> yeah, that was a bit of a tough one. We're on still to some room left. Oh yeah, there's still time. Let's still go. Time. Oh. Still, the Colts can still win the Super Bowl too. Yeah, yep. possibly. <laughs> they need to start turning it now, though. Um, locks of the week. We're on to that. Uh, Owen, you locked the Lions already, so you're done with. Yes, yours. I love the Lions. Yep. You bet a money line for the people at mm-hmm. home. Yes. I'll go with mine. Oh. Can't wait to hear it. Yeah, I'm going uh, Seahawks minus oh, four. You're against... going against your own team. I'm going against my own team because. Wow. You know, we come up with the win against the Broncos. Wow. Heroic win. Are the Raiders back? Emotional win. I think practice probably went awfully this week because everyone was just still so happy from the Sunday win. McDaniels probably forgot to schedule an extra few practices. He's got awful. Um, so I think, and, and we're playing this in Seattle. So I think, I think. Pete off a of bye Seattle, Off a of bye Seattle. I think Pete Carroll's just going to run circles around McDaniels the whole entire game. Um, and and I like Seattle minus four. You know, they had, like you said, extra time to practice. Um, and they're coming off a loss, too, against the Bucks. So I love Seattle minus four. Yeah, I love it so much, too, that I think they're suckering me. I think Vegas is trying to pull the wool over my eyes. So I'll probably end up being tricked into taking the Raiders, and you'll be right, and the Seahawks will win by a lot. I like the Browns this week mm. at home, taking on the Buccaneers. Everything tells me to take the Bucks, but this is the line that I'm now looking for every week that the public hammers one side and it doesn't move because Vegas knows. And it's plus three and a half to take the Browns, and I think this is a good opportunity to do so. Um, another piece of information that I found out about this game, on Monday at the Browns Stadium, a man broke in and then rode around on the golf cart yeah. like the Milwaukee, Sh- Milwaukee Brewers. Brewers. So he damaged the field, and they said some of the damage is irreversible, but they're doing what they can to fix it in time for Sunday. So that got me thinking about which player would be able to adapt best to a broken field and the answer is definitely not tom brady i can picture him literally walking over to the dead spot with the ball during a live action snap and being like you expect me to play with this so i like the browns to handle this well and it's also their last game with jacoby and by all accounts he seems like a good guy so they'll want to send him off with a win because watson is coming back next week so i like the browns adam walk of the week I'm hotly in consideration of two here. I'm just trying to... Oh, no rush. It's not recording or yeah. anything. I'm going to do a little bit of a, like, I try to make me forgive you game, and I'm going to lock Baltimore again. Okay. Minus three and a half. You won't be wrong twice in a row. I feel like I'm getting suckered into this, because I don't know why it's three and a half against the Jags, but um, I don't know. Like, I locked you guys last week. You won, but you didn't cover the spread, so, like, I think try to make it up to me. Too. Yeah. Try to make it up to me and try to cover the spread this time but i really love uh the rams plus 16 and a half wow i love that one bryce perkins eh yeah something just does it well there you go 
that's eight picks each. So this is now that we know we do a mega picks week, and that's a good chance to climb back in to the pick standings. Um, before we do that, Bose of the Week, Genius of the Week stuff, I wanted to go to Alex Corner real quick and ask you some questions because uh, I have a couple of things that now I like, to, I like to get your opinion on, and I know you'd have a take. So first off, the Sacramento Kings beam. They're winning beam that they project oh from so the sick. roof of yes. their stadium after they win. Take me to Alex Corner. What do you like? I, I love it. I love um, Sacramento's back. I'll say that. I'll say that. And I, I I believe I forecasted it. I think Phil did too. I don't know about Owen. Were you loving the Kings before? No? Yes. Yes. I, I know Phil and I were loving the Kings just because of the offseason moves. Um, but it looks really good. They got a lot of shit for trading Halliburton. But I don't know. It looks like they kind of unleashed Fox. A bonus has been playing really good. Herder. Um, Herder. Um, Terrence yep. Davis, my guy. I, old Raptor. I still, old Raptor. I, I, I loved him on the Raps. I don't know why we let him go. He has the, like, the odd like random 25-point game. Um, and yeah, the Kings are third in the West. And this and it's not you know three games into the season it's it's they played a few games I think it's like 10 12 games they've played so obviously I don't expect them to finish there but I love what I've seen from the Kings um, playing some really good basketball looks like they have an identity now um, so and I'm loving the beam the beam's sick it's like they got their own culture now so you're pro beam I'm pro beam yes Owen yes, are I'm you pro beam? beam I love the beam I think the beam is like the coolest thing ever and they're on a seven game winning streak so I would keep it going. Yeah. On another note, though, the West is a disaster. Like, I think they're all the same team. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. I think yeah. so. If you just look at the standings, it's crazy because, like, Warriors are not even in the play-in. The Lakers are obviously But they're, like, one it. game or two games out of first place. Wow. Something or like that. Maybe yeah. three. They're just yeah. all jammed together like sardines in the middle there. That's uh, a yeah. bit of a tough go. Shout out Pat Beverly just blindsiding a dude and then getting everybody to say good job when yeah. he dropped two points. Nice yeah. job, buddy. Um, <laughs> the other thing I wanted to ask you about, well, actually two more things. Ronaldo left United, which is kind of your thing. You're yeah, a it United is kind of guy. You like CR7. Yeah. So. Well, I fell in love with soccer um, because of like CR7. Take watching. Yeah, I'm take you boys back. <laughs> Back when like YouTube just started. The classic Serbian origin story too. Classic Serbian origin. I feel origin. like he's popular in Serbia. Ronaldo? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say he's more popular than Messi. Yeah. I feel like those Eastern European countries like love Ronaldo for some reason. We do love Ronaldo. We do. Because <laughs> uh, he's like big, like Yeah, hot. he's like yeah, he's <laughs> big. That's true. He's big, hot, very like good manly. Yeah. yeah. Messi yeah, Messi's, Messi's different. Nothing like, wrong yeah. with him, but he's more like he doesn't give you like the, the he's more the macho. Yeah, like yeah. he's not like I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. Basically, like loved soccer because of Ronaldo. Watching YouTube highlights endlessly, and then he left. You know, that was fine. Um, and and Sir Alex Ferguson always said that once the player thinks he's bigger than the club, it's time for him to go. Mm. So it was right for him to leave at that time. But then he comes back again and just kind of, and he still thinks he's bigger. And than he still the club. thinks he's bigger than the club. Disrespects the coach, disrespects um, his teammates, disrespects the club, and I don't know. I think he just carried himself really poorly, acted very unprofessionally, um, and. I don't know. Man United just didn't see that it was worth it to even and even right. on his big wages. It's like I'm I can't play you. I can't. Yeah. And every other club in the world will come to the same conclusion. That's not in Portugal or in America. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think at any point, once the player starts to disrespect the coach, I think that's that's gotta 
And that can't happen. Even three if you're different ones. And he yeah. did it with three different ones. He disrespected Ralph Ragnick. Ole. Which was Ole. Uh, or I think he might have said he liked Ole. Because I don't think he he didn't play for Ole. He only played for Ralph. And he said for Ralph, which was still, again, disrespectful. <laughs> how he's like, you know, I came to Man United. And this guy, he's not even coach. Okay. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> give him a chance like I, ralph wasn't the best let's like i'm gonna be honest but like you know you kind of knew what you were signing up for and that's my whole deal he knew what he was signing up for bro this is a club that like you played for for like six seven years i don't know he came back and he's like oh like it's so weird and he like, pulled the like i saw this all along he's like i've been watching united the LeBron. all these years yeah yeah, yeah. he's yeah, like exactly. i knew this was gonna happen why'd you join that? then why'd yeah. you join exactly and then he's like i did them a favor by, by not joining city it's like what what are you like this is all your choice bro like this is you decided to come here your life your life and now you're like super surprised you're not playing and stuff so pretty disappointing way and i know he's still saying i love the club i love the fans all that but it's really not the same like it's you tarnish the legacy at all i don't know i'm gonna need i'm gonna have to let some time pass i'm kind of curious to see where he decides to go i think if he just like should he should end his career by uh, at sporting which is where it started. Sporting is the Portuguese team. In Portugal. Um, in Portugal. So I think you should just end it there. But whatever. He's but he's probably not. He's probably going to try and be like, okay, what's PSG saying? Yeah. <laughs> or or Inter Miami. Inter Miami. Because yeah. they're playing, uh, PSG's got Madrid, right? In yeah. The, uh, yeah. So yeah, he's going to want to, yeah. So, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think, and I even at like Madrid too, they were just like, I don't know, like, um, what's the chairman of Madrid? I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, whatever. He said um, that, like, yeah, Ronaldo's wages were just way too big for the player he was and that they also thought he was kind of starting to get bigger than the club and they were like, you can go too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. It's not a good sign when every club you've been to in the last, like, five years is like, you know what? We're better without you. Yeah. But no. Cavalry FC would take you. Yeah. We you would. just lower we would. your wages. And, if, and FC Edmonton's up for sale. Yeah. yeah. Which he has the money to buy. Yes. Yeah. So... I think and, and start yourself. Do the Mbappe. Yeah, the Jackie Moon. Yeah, G Mbappe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and Serbia is playing tomorrow. Serbia is playing tomorrow. Like I'm very nervous. A World very, Cup very of upsets so far. World Cup of upsets so far. We'll Saudi see. Arabia. Beat, and you're, and for beat those who don't favorites. know, you're playing Brazil. Yeah. yeah, we're playing Brazil. Which are Basically, the favorites? Which are favorites? Yeah, World the Cup favorites. The favorites. Yeah. Yes. Um, but Saudi Arabia beat the second favorites. Saudi Arabia so did beat the second favorites. Yeah. Saudi Arabia, Serbia, both Japan start with S's. I mean, sure. Yeah. Danny, my brother, read the uh, like projected Brazil starting lineup, and I like wanted like my heart like sank like to my Brazil's stomach a little bench bit. is better than your starting lineup. it is yeah I'm it is so excited it's for so this game weird. i might invite myself to your house yeah like you might have to come over um <laughs> like it's it's very it's heat like it's heat i'm i'm nervous because i don't know uh, i don't expect to win but if we good. tie and <laughs> even if hope. we do win like oh my god i'm getting like so drunk but serbia is like a frisky team <laughs> They're frisky. We're frisky. We have good players. We like have people good players, are taking so. them as like the dark horse. Really? We have some good players. I don't know. We usually disappoint at the World Cup, so. Disappoint I'm who? more ready for disappointment. Like the Serbians? <laughs> yeah, disappoint like No us. one usually has expectations. Well, they disappoint <laughs> us, yeah. the Serbians, so yeah. Okay, so that's the Serbia update for the game. They'll probably be done by the time you're listening to this. I wanted to go to or- Owen Corner real quick, too, before we're done, because Aaron Judge has, me- has met with the Giants, oh. is in San Francisco, and it seems like it's only a matter of time. And I was at Oracle Park a few weeks ago in the uh, gift shop, and let me just say, there was a certain area of the gift shop that was 
rather empty and looked like it was ready to be loaded up with uh, a certain player's uniforms. That would just be my opinion. So, yeah, I saw also that like they that the Giants had like Steph Curry meet with him too and like talk about life in San Francisco. So like they're pulling out all the stops. Um, and I heard also, I think this is the older news, but they 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 basically said like their their offer is not going to be beat. Like they're going to have the best offer. Um, so I fully am expecting him to sign with the Giants at this point. And, uh, I mean, the Jays, if you want to make a push, like, please do. I'd take him over Cody Bellinger, but, uh, but yeah, I would much rather see him in a Giants uniform than the Yankees. And I hope that happens. Yes. Cause the Yankees too, so much stuff has come out after the season. And even at the end of the season about how bad it is to play there and about how abusive their fans are and about how guys can't walk down the street. And I know for judge that he's probably like a, like a god there exempt from that yeah yeah but it's still i mean it's a tough place to play it's cold his family's in san francisco it just makes or northern california it just makes way too much sense for him to not sign there i agree yeah new york's so cold yeah so cold so i think that should warm aaron i know i know i think it should you know be in consideration for his free agency decision because it's cold there it is and it's really really cold like he has to put a jacket on in the winter like it's cold man and it's not like he plays in the summer and can live somewhere else in the winter exactly you gotta commit year round he has to actually play there and it's like really cold but it can get kind of cold a little nippy in october right yeah yeah. I mean, well, yeah. they won't be going to October, yeah. so yeah. we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> but I'm saying when you make your free agency decision, make sure the weather is the like top your of the top list. of the list. Yeah. In, yes. in January. Yeah. In yeah. January. In January. Yes. January. Weather yes. at New Absolutely. Year's. Yes. Can I go to a New Year's party outdoors? Yes. Yes or no? Or no. <laughs> That's going to be the key consideration for him. I will be smoking that Yankee pack if he leaves, oh, though. Yes. That yeah. That is going to be an and unbelievable day online. Shout out to the Yankees for inking up locking up ikf long term good work yes yes good job and you got good another shout out fans do love him yes they yeah. do he's the best and another shout out yeah, he's because so he's gonna be him. playing shortstop and then what do you do at third base well don't worry brian cashman says they are fully committed to josh donaldson for next <laughs> season so perfect yeah. great infield you guys solid. are gonna be turning so many double plays next year mm-hmm. so many double plays it's gonna be crazy yeah good work great yeah, job great. yankees Man. Keep it going, guys. Don't don't worry about. Literally focus yeah. on getting judged, dude. That's what you yeah, guys need to middle. focus on. Don't do anything else. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then let's get Aaron Hicks locked up even longer term. <laughs> yep. Let's see what he's saying. Talk to his camp, and let's get him like a ten like a lifetime contract. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can extend right Cole there. back to ten years. I know he's at like seven <laughs> yeah. right now. Let's yeah, yeah. throw another three on that, just in case. Just in case. And. Yeah. Chapman never got a really fair shake. Let's maybe talk to his people. Yeah, see he was saying. left off the playoff roster, and he's got something yeah. to prove. So <laughs> it might as well be with you guys. That's yeah. just my opinion. <laughs> um, the NCAA football video game got pushed back, which is not tough. great. Not great. Which is, I've you know, video games, you know, losing their luster quite a Especially bit. Especially as you age. With sports games particularly. Sports games, yeah, that's right. You could find a regular game every now and then. But NCAA football is something that I haven't played in. God knows how long. Yeah, so yeah, to yeah. get it pushed back, this is a game I would actually. And you buy. dropped a bill to get the yeah, one during COVID. I, I did NCAA drop the hundred dollar bills to buy NCA fourteen on Xbox three sixty. <laughs> People forget that, which was a great. I had a great run. Wyoming, yeah. Raging Cajuns. Where else did I coach? Can't remember. <laughs> Iowa, Iowa. I went to Iowa. Created a bit of a power powerhouse there. 
Never got a job offer that I really liked. It was oh. the power SECs, but... Then you just retired. And then I just... The Xbox <laughs> broke. Um, Bozo of the Week and Genius of the Week, and then we can finish it off. What do you want to start with? you want to go first? Uh, yeah, I'll go first. The uh, Los Angeles Lakers, Bozo of the Week. I know they're here all the time, but this deserves um, Bozo consideration. Um, so it came out that they rejected... Last season, they rejected the Raptors' offer of a first-round pick for THT. And mm. I remember that. I remember... <laughs> I remember the Raps really liked THT, and they were like, holy smokes, Like we could even... How about this? How about we give you a first-round pick and a competent point guard? You guys want Lowry and a first-round pick? We all, we all we're asking for is THT. Lakers are like, no, like... This is the next coming. Basically, any Lakers player is better than any roster player you guys have, because mm-hmm. what do you know about basketball in Canada? Like, the Lake Show, blah, blah, blah. And now, I mean, THT, what is THT worth? Probably like a, a 2027 late. second round pick. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Or I think he's doing that okay for the Jazz. Cash considerations. One of the two. True, but THD is definitely not worth worth the first round pick right now. So great job by Rob Polinka. Like he's been doing a phenomenal job. He so, has been. Shout out. He's super clutch. Yeah. What's that book he always quotes? Anybody remember that? <clears throat> nah. Oh well. <laughs> Somebody will know. Definitely I not. think I'm gonna cut. Let's go. Okay. See you guys. Bye. See ya. Uh, Adam's leaving. Cheer for Canada on Sunday, Sunday morning. See okay, you there. nine o'clock. And remember to go to the watch party. Adam's making his exit. There he goes. Yeah, almost just slid out into the night. It was very smooth. My bows of the week this week: Las Vegas Raiders. I hate mm. to do it to Alex, but uh, they filed actually a trademark application for a new little slogan that they want to bust out after because you know they've had so much success. So, so much success, yeah. So welcome to Win City. W-I-N City. Mm, like uh, Sin City, but Win City. Yeah, wow, exactly. that's pretty sick. So it's the trademark application is for jewelry, watches, football gloves, golf gloves, workout gloves, entertainment services in the nature of professional football games and exhibitions, arranging and conducting athletic competitions, professional football games and exhibitions. Win City. I don't think anyone's like clamoring to be like, whoa, whoa we want to use that. Yeah. I don't I think, think, anybody, I think, I think anybody's lining up for their yeah, Win City Golf Club. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that one. Yeah. But hey, when you get two wins over the Broncos, yeah, exactly. welcome to Win City. There you go. City of uh, winning. champions, I guess. I don't yeah. know. City of winning. That's I what guess. it's all about. <laughs> Owen, what do you have? <clears throat> My bozo this week is uh, Zach Wilson. And we did touch a bit on why he's a bozo, but I just wanted to kind of take everybody through the, 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 the full story. So Zach Wilson was a second overall pick two years ago. Um, and this year, obviously, he played really poorly. And this kind of all came to a head at the end of last game when he played really poorly, he played, you know, terribly. He only scored three points, seven yards in the second half, 2.7 inches per play. And then after the game, the reporter asks, you know, how did, do you, do you think you let your defense down at all? And he goes, no, just like the quick, no, keep it moving. Next question, which, I mean, he was rightfully raked through the coals on, on social media for that. And then news came out today that we talked about earlier that he was benched. And so obviously he, you know, probably kind of saw this coming. He might've expected it. There's a lot of buzz about it. He obviously I'm sure knew he played poorly. So you might think he, he says, you know, like, you know, I want to get better. I recognize that I didn't do what I was supposed to do and, you know, accept coach's decision, whatever. But no, he comes out and reports are saying that they had a, he was kind of taken aback. They had an emotional reaction. And he said, why me? I want to play. 
So Zach Wilson, he's a bozo because every time he's given the chance to like say something humble and kind of accept responsibility for his mistakes, he goes into full, why me? Like, you know, why are you doing this to me? I didn't do anything wrong. Um, like what a kid would do when you take his ball away at recess. He's like, why me? I want to play. Um, so just a bozo altogether. I, uh, I'm not eager to see him. I hope he enjoys his break. And uh, yeah, I'm I like long it. time coming. It yeah. is. He definitely deserves one. Which I mean, I'm gonna vote for him because I think he is the most deserving out of all the, out of all the characters going. He hasn't won one yet because we've been overly kind to him. So now we gotta go the other way and give it to him. What are you voting for? I'm gonna have to go with Win City. That just doesn't make any sense to me. That is just <laughs> bozo. Like, who are you competing against? Yeah, there was hot terms for that one, man. <laughs> I'll go with Win City too. Wow, it's just clown behavior. Win, <laughs> a win for Win City in the bozo department. What do you have in the genius zone? In the genius, Phil's gonna like this one. I have um, Netflix's new show Kaleidoscope. Mm. So let me tell you a little bit about this show. Um, yes. Didn't watch the entire trailer, but all I had to read was like, <laughs> how, like kind of just what's going on with the show to like it, to just think that it's genius. Kind of looks like a heist show. Um, it's releasing January 1st on Netflix. Looks sick. Go watch the trailer. But the cool thing about it is, is how many episodes did you say they were going to release? I think like 25. 25 episodes. And apparently you can watch these episodes, maybe not in like any order. No, but I think it is in any really order. Really any order. So you can watch them in any order and it'll still make sense based on how you watch it. And then that the viewer's point based on how you watch it will like determine your like yeah, view your, view, on, your yeah. view on the show. So, you know, say you watch it front to back, you have one viewpoint. Say you watch it back to front, then you can start like chopping it up other certain ways. Everyone's going to come away with a different viewpoint on the show. So um, I'm pretty excited to see like the reviews and I might uh, might tune in myself. But I think it's it's new, it's original, it's a cool idea. It's a nice idea. I am with you on the review part of this. Yeah, like, yeah I'm going to need to see some reviews because yeah, there's a chance this is a hot mess. Could be, could be, yep. Yeah, so we'll see. It, it has my attention. And it has our guy, uh, Giancarlo Esposito. So that's always a big plus. The GOAT. The GOAT. Follow him on the gram. My genius of the week this week is animals. Um, Tayo the Otter predicted Japan would beat Germany this yep. morning. The Otter put the ball in the in the Japan basket. Yeah. And then also Rabio the Octopus predicted the same result. And this is also on the heels of 2010. We all remember the Octopus who yeah. went like, what was it, like 10-0 and 0 or yeah. something picking games. I love animals picking World Cup games, so keep <laughs> yeah. your eye on Tayo the Otter and Rabio the Octopus for the remainder <laughs> of the winter because these guys will be picking. Owen? Uh, my genius this week is Lane Kiffin. So Lane Kiffin, as of right now, is the head coach of Ole Miss, but he's planning, sources say, he's planning a step down to become the head coach of the Tigers next season of Auburn. So um, that's kind of what the story is looking like. Um, but I was just taking a look at his entire career, and it's, like, pretty incredible. So I wanted to shout it out. So Lane Kiffin right now is 47 years old. Um, he was hired – at he was uh, first started out as an assistant for USC and then at 31 years old was um, hired to be the head coach of the Raiders he later left the Raiders to become the head coach of Tennessee then he was the head coach at USC for a little bit then he was let go and then he was the head coach of Florida Atlantic and then now at Ole Miss uh, and he was also a coordinator at Alabama for a short stint there. So he's 47 years old. He's had, let me count them up. If you include this Auburn job, six head coaching jobs, four, 
uh, and a couple coordinator jobs. Um, and so I just, you know, shout out to him. He's like, at this point, like a college football legend. He's been in, he's probably coached a good number of, of really high level uh, NFL talent. So, uh, so good for him for, for keeping the career going. Um, and maybe he could coach the Raiders again. Sometime. Maybe I would love to see that. Yeah. He could come back. He can't be any worse than what they have now. So that wouldn't be so yeah. bad. I'm interested yeah. in this whole thing he's doing with Auburn though, because it seems like, like he came out pretty hard that he was not going to leave and apparently told all the players he's not going to leave, but like, it seems pretty obvious that he is going to like, So I feel like they always do that. Didn't Brian Kelly but he's do that? Like, or he's being Lincoln pretty Riley? brazen about it. Like he's like posting online about it. Yeah. So I don't really know what's going on there. I'm kind of interested to track that one. Yeah. But what a career. Only 47 yes. and he's been pounding it out like that. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to give it to the Netflix show. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be bad <laughs> or good, but I need to find out. I'm going to go with Lane Kiffin because when you think of college football, you think of Lane Kiffin, and he doesn't even look 47, so I'm giving him some more no, credit. He looks like early 40s, yeah. late 30s. And he's working high-stress jobs. And he's, he's working high-stress jobs, so yeah, he could look older than he does, but clearly you know, he's been handling the pressure well, so I'm going with Lane Kiffin. Are you going to go with the animals? There we go. There we go, split. Three-way split. I like that. That was very sportsmanlike of everybody. I do love the animals that pick the games because it's like an instant <laughs> lock to like listen yeah. to them. Yeah. It's like, oh, Rabio the octopus or yeah. whatever. Did you hear what Rabio the octopus had to say? No yeah. way. Yeah. Everybody's tuning in for that one, so shout out. <laughs> but yeah, no, I like uh, 10. I'm sure if Adam was here, he'd give the same. Yeah, 10. Yeah. Adam would give it a nice... I, I can't do his voice. I, I'd have yeah. to get Alex to do it, but... 10 yeah that's that's something like that (laughs) something along those lines yeah that's pretty good that's bit it out nicely so we'll be back on monday talk about the games and the thanksgiving games which will be good i'm thinking of busting out a new strategy to talk about the games so all right stay tuned but yeah we'll be back happy thanksgiving to american people canadian people go to the sutina and watch it with adam yes that's our recommendation and go find him so yeah we'll be back monday